You're listening to the Simply Digital Marketing Podcast, episode number 22. Hi there, Amy here, and welcome to another episode of the Simply Digital Marketing Podcast. And a big thank you to you for listening to my podcast today. Lock in your digital marketing in lockdown, the ultimate digital marketing checklist. So, The best way to grow a small business is through digital marketing because it can help you reach and connect with your potential customers for free using the various online channels. But the problem is, is there's obviously a huge bunch to choose from and it's so easy to lose track of where to focus and what you should do, which is why I thought it would be helpful to create a checklist for you to help you with all of this. So don't worry about writing anything down, just comment on the podcast or on my social media channels and I will send you the list. So the best way to use this list is to go through the items one by one and find out which ones you need to add to your checklist. All businesses have different goals, they're in different industries and have different target audiences. So not all of the items will be something that you need to do. So the first thing you must absolutely understand and be really clear on are your business objectives. And before you think of any strategies for any of your digital marketing, you must know what you want to achieve as a business or a brand. So this could be to retain company values or have great customer service. It could be to maintain profitability, add value, have customers first, or perhaps it's sustained growth based on traffic and revenue. The second thing is your customer. So trends aren't always easy to predict, but they're easy to follow if you monitor your audience interests. In digital marketing, being on trend could be the determining factor in a successful search engine rank or social media post. And as you create any kind of content, whether that's an email, your website, or your social media strategy or Google ads, you have to know about your customer and what they're currently looking for. And once you know these two things, you will know what is important to you as a business and then also what is important to your customer. So you can pick up your online marketing channels much more quickly. Then number four is your website. So pretty much everyone will need a website, whether it's for transactional purposes or to give people more information on your products or service. But within your website, you need to add in to review the design, optimize the structure, make sure it's SEO friendly and obviously converting customers how you would expect it to. So when you're reviewing your website design, Make sure that it's not only accurately representing your brand, but also easy to use and fast. So many websites I look at have beautiful pictures, but the pictures are so large that it takes ages for pages to load. And if you're a busy customer or if you have a busy customer, they can find that really frustrating. Also, an obvious one is that you need to have a clear description of what your products and services are. And again, many websites I look at aren't clear on what they have to offer. And so the customer gets confused and then just bounces off. 
So I'm going to make it into, I'm going to go into, I can't speak. I'm going to go into making your website SEO friendly in a little more detail because I know this is something many people get stuck on. And many variables go into SEO and it isn't the case of once it's done, it's done, unfortunately. But three things to check are your keyword selection, your content relevance to your customer, and your mobile compatibility. And all of these things will help you increase your visibility, your brand awareness, and your traffic, which obviously, in turn, will help your conversion. So in order to help you with your keywords, definitely use Google Keyword Planner. And when you're looking at optimizing your website, take into account what your business goals are. So if your goal is to increase sales, you need to work on optimizing your product pages. You need to look at your checkout processes and you need to give users various payment options and make it very clear that it's secure. Basically, you're just making it so much easier for them. If your goal is to increase your email list, however, you need to ensure your customers have a reason to sign up to that email list, such as a lead magnet. And that is something that's really simple and easy for them to do so. So just while I'm on this topic, your digital marketing content asset or lead magnet, as I prefer to call them, is basically any type of content used as a tool in your digital marketing that your target customer will find insanely valuable. So valuable, you could almost charge for it, but also that people will give their email address for it. It can come in many different guises, whether it's an ebook, a webinar, a workshop, regular email tips, a workbook, or even a discount, but your customer has to want it and they have to want it enough to give their email address to you because let's face it we get a lot of emails nowadays so people don't give their email address up easily one of the nicest things about digital marketing is that everything can be measured so do make sure that you've got google analytics installed and properly configured in the back end of your website and enable your goal tracking so it shows up in your dashboard and that you know how to read Google Analytics too. Finally, you should track where you rank in Google. <laughs> in order to do this, you can use ProRank Tracker, which has a seven day free trial and it shows you where you are rank based on the keywords that you have selected. Okay, some other important things to consider for your technical SEO. So one, proper use of URLs. So name them in a consistent and user-friendly way and try to use your keyword if it makes sense. Number two is all of your text is optimized and you're using your keywords. Number three is fix any cruel and indexing errors. Number four is fix 404 errors. So, for those that don't know what this is, it's basically any pages that you've deleted, but somewhere you may be linking to them because this can affect your SEO. The next point, so point number five, is update your XML sitemap. And every time you do this, do every time you make a page change, make sure you do this because this tells Google that you've made changes. 
Also make sure you've got an SSL security certificate. Okay, <clears throat> now onto on-page SEO. So optimize your page titles and meta descriptions to be the right character length and include your keywords where possible. Optimize your headings in not just a user-friendly way, but also to include keywords where possible. Then you need to format your content in a consistent way with no broken links. Next, you need to make sure all of your images are named properly, describing the image and that you have included alt tags on them. And then lastly, for on-page SEO, make sure you're linking to different and helpful pages on your own website, such as products or blogs that you've written. Okay, so now on to off-page SEO. The first thing you need to do is link build. So this is basically where different websites link to you. The next thing is social media, which I always talk about anyway, and we'll come on to a little bit more later. And then the last thing is brand mention. So that's basically where other websites or social media accounts mention you. Okay, so the fifth thing on your checklist is paid advertising. So paid advertising is the quickest way to make sales online, but it does mean you need to get clear on your digital marketing metrics. And these obviously need to support your ultimate business goals, but they also must include traffic versus leads, cost versus revenue or conversion and customer churn rate. And by this, I mean, how much traffic do you need to your website to create a lead? Then how many leads do you need to gain to convert? Then lastly, how much does all that cost you versus the revenue that you're bringing in? And this will help you understand how much you've got for a marketing budget. So to give you a rough benchmark, the average website has a conversion of 2.14%. So if it costs you £100 to get 1,000 customers to your website or shop, and therefore 21 people buy, this would be fantastic if your product or service has a margin of £4.76. If it has a smaller margin, then this is going to cost you more than you can afford. So really, really do understand your numbers when making your marketing metrics. The most commonly used paid advertising is Google Ads and Facebook Ads. But depending on where you your target customer hangs out, you may want to consider Instagram ads, YouTube ads, Bing ads, Twitter ads, LinkedIn ads, and really focus on where your customer is first and see which channel performs best for you. The only way really is to find out and test them. All these major advertising platforms use machine learning and AI to display the right ads to the audience most likely to convert. So honestly trust what they're doing as you could see very good results. I always like to recommend to my clients to run A-B testing, which is basically where you alter only one part of your ad to see which variant performs best. And you could test the message, the call to action, the imagery, or the video, the channel, the device, the audience, literally everything, which will allow you to see what is going to give you the best conversion. Okay, so the sixth part of the checklist is your content marketing. 
for any of your digital marketing to work, you need to be creating high quality content on a regular basis and make sure it is meeting your digital marketing metrics you've set yourself. You may also want to identify what content your target audience wants and needs. For like if you're randomly publishing content you thought of on one day, won't and that's twice now I can't get my words out so you also need to identify what content your target audience wants and needs so randomly publishing content you thought of on any one day won't help you so make sure you do your research and identify what audiences want and need and in what format and you then need to think where the customer is in your marketing funnel to determine the sort of message they need within that content so are they ready to buy or are they only just hearing about your brand for the first time to be successful in digital marketing you need to have the right type of content for each stage that a customer may be at in their german journey with you so the next is to create a realistic content plan and once you know what type of content to create and for what topic and what keywords you need to come up with a plan, you then need to make that happen. Your budget needs to be realistic based on your time, your available resources and also your budget. And you're better to create a plan you can actually deliver as opposed to a fancy pants one that you can't carry out because it doesn't work for you. So just a tip here. Remember if it's content for your website or blog to make sure that it's SEO friendly and something your customer wants and is searching for already. And then another tip is you can repurpose anything you create. So you can put it on a different platform, such as a blog you've written for your site. You could publish it in a presentation format for LinkedIn or a podcast you've just recorded. You could summarize and put that as a post on Facebook. Then just one last tip, because I'm just giving them all away today. You can always go back and update old blog content. Not only does it save time rewriting something, it also means you don't need to worry about the broken links I mentioned right at the beginning if you promoted it on your social media channels. OK, so number seven on the ultimate digital marketing checklist is email marketing. So the first thing to say here is that email marketing is absolutely 100% not dead. <laughs> it is still one of the most effective sales channels and having a newsletter and sending out regular emails is not the end of the story. You need to also consider how to get your customers to sign up to your email list. You use how you use email funnels, how to create list segmentation in order to get the most out of your email marketing. So when you create your email marketing strategy, you should look at things like what lead magnet or incentive can I use to get people to register to my list and just make sure you're being GDPR compliant if you're in the EU. Um, how often should I send emails and what type of content should I include? And again, A-B test. 
you can well you need to think about how can I segment this list based on people's interests you need to have a think about what your budget might be for emails and you also need to think about what goal your goals are for your email marketing now the last thing when creating your emails is to make sure they're optimized by ensuring you send them to the appropriate audience so make sure that you have an exciting and enticing headline to open the email and make sure the wording you use on the button to click through is a really good call to action to encourage the readers to click. The higher up the email, the better, and even having it a few times within the email helps too, because you can measure and check all of this to make sure you take the learnings and apply it to the next email you send out. Okay. So last but not least is your social media. <laughs> As a business, it is important to have presence on all social media channels that your audience are using. But if you don't have the time to do all of them, just focus on two. And also make sure that you're using a business account and not a personal one, because it gives you so much more access to helpful analytics and insights to help you deliver the best content to your target audience. Make sure you optimize your social media channels by saying who you help, how you help them, and why people should come to you in your bio. The amount of pages I see people create with very little and unhelpful information will actually cause more damage than good in the long run. So, the age old question, how do you increase your social media followers? Social proof is your best friend when it comes to digital marketing, as it's a way to establish trust and to convince new customers to follow you and buy from you. People are more likely to buy from you when they trust you. So ways to increase your follower count is to keep creating and posting useful content on a regular basis create paid ads and offer incentives such as competitions or contests. And this might sound strange, but make sure you update your social media pages on a regular basis because it truly is a factor when people are deciding to buy from you, particularly if they found you through social media. And if you have a page that looks abandoned, straight away it reduces trust and negatively affects your prospective customer's decision. So lastly, is creating a social media marketing strategy and plan, which is realistic. Similar to what I mentioned before, take into account your time, your resources available and your budget. And when you're thinking of what content to create, make sure it's easy and quick to read, easy to share, eye-catching, and uses different media that your audience wants to consume the content by. Okay, everyone. So that is it for today. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and don't forget to subscribe to us and also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Femtrepreneur. See you soon and have a great week.